As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, you're listening to the Beer Ladies podcast with your hosts, Tandy, Katie, Christina, and me, Lisa. Our website is BeerLadiesPodcast.com, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Blue Sky, even TikTok, sometimes at BeerLadiesPod and at BeerLadiesPodcast on Facebook. If you'd like to support the show, you can find our merch store link in any of our bios or check the show notes for this episode. And if you'd like to sponsor an episode, please email us at BeerLadiesPodcast at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Beer Ladies podcast and it has been a whole summer without us in your ears. I don't know what you've been doing, hopefully catching up on episodes and enjoying some some summer or some winter depending on where you are in the world. If you were in Ireland, you know that our summer was not exactly as promised. We had a lot of rain and not that warm of a weather. So hopefully, hopefully we'll make it a little brighter by being back in your ears every week. Um, so hello to all of our friends at home and our hosts right over here, Lisa, Katie, Christina, friends. It's so nice to see you. Hello, back. Hello. Isn't it just? And do you know, friends, that it is season four? I am flabbergasted, speechless, even that we've made it to a season four of a thing. That's very, very cool. And uh, yeah, thanks to everybody at home. Um, for listening along and sponsoring and coming to events and and yeah listening every week it's pretty damn incredible so um we are going to go straight into what you're drinking but this episode is really just going to be a bit of a hello and welcome to season four a bit of a catch-up we're going to you know talk about what we did all summer and and figure out what we're doing for for the rest of the season so yeah what are we drinking today katie well i have a Sesh beer. Oh, lovely. I did not make it to the launch because it was a school night and it's too far to go into town. I really need to move. Well, I have to convince my husband to move closer to town. It's not going to happen. It's not going to (laughs) happen. But anyway, I have the Sesh beer, which is uh, 
Brian's little brainchild, is it? I don't know it if it's is in collaboration with anybody else or not. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the skinny on some of the what I did on my summer hauls on that. So. Ah, okay. So yeah, it's a, ooh, it's a, an IPA session IPA for a Monday for a Monday night, which is when we're recording this. Hazy and juicy, three point eight percent. Delicious. Nice, Lisa. How about you? So um, I will talk a little bit more about the sesh stuff, although, again, maybe a little bit of a sneak preview there. Brian, we'd love to have you come on. I know we're working on some of these things behind the scenes, but uh, today I've gone a little further afield, although not too far afield, st still in Ireland, but I've gone out I've gone out to County Leash, and I have a Belly Kill Cabin Bambrick's Brown because, one, it is just my favorite beer. It's just, you know, sort of objectively perfect and gorgeous. And I think, again, as we're having this strange weather where it's gone from being autumnal to suddenly very hot, I wanted something that was both refreshing, but also might might bring the season back a little bit. So I've got their gorgeous brown ale. Um, for anyone who's just been at Electric Picnic, I know you wish, you wish you could have had this there. Again, maybe something we'll chat <laughs> a bit about, but uh Always, uh, always a favorite, and they've got some shiny new cans. Um, so it's uh, just exciting, and that's uh, another thing we did over the summer was we did get to go out there and give them a visit. So always a pleasure to have the Bambrick's Brown Ale. Very nice, Christina. Are you drinking today? I am not drinking tonight, but I have in the last couple of weeks found myself at uh, Black Sheep several times, and I got to try some of the Sesh beers, which was really nice. Um, their sour was was really nice. It's also like really hot now in Dublin, so these sorts of beers are just hitting the spot. Um, and I also tried the Hope Lagerita, which I was really excited mm. about and definitely lived up to the name. Really, really loved that beer. Um, it was a hot day, so it was kind of the perfect beer to have on that hot day because certainly we missed out on summer in the summer, but now that it's September, <laughs> we seem to be very quickly making up for it. Yeah. So. Oh, it's like Irish mm -hmm. weather is like Dublin bus. <laughs> a month a month late, you know, and then we get a week of summer. It's like, what the hell is going on? I know. It's yeah. crazy. And I don't know, speaking of summer, like, even, I mean, at the best of times, it's lager weather. But I think now, as as you said, Christina, it's pretty warm. So I've I've got macro, guys. I'm drinking Asahi. Oh, because good. I like Asahi of of the of the macros and of the macro lagers. Like this is the one I've sort of turned to quite often. Um, it's also not a coincidence that they are the beer sponsor for the World Cup. Uh, for those who know, I am a massive rugby fan, and obviously I'm South African. So, yes. So I've got my South African Springbok jersey, and I've got my Irish green rugby jersey. So I've got, you know, first and second hedging my bets here. But, yes, drinking an Asahi today because, uh, why not? I actually bought a whole box because you could win tickets to the to the final <gasps> oh. <laughs> if you bought the box and then entered. So I need to still enter. <laughs> but yes, there was incentives. Oh, that's all that's good. funny. That's funny. I was chatting <laughs> with someone at work who, who who lives in Sligo, but is originally from Zimbabwe, but is then supporting both Ireland and South Africa because reasons. So and you're not you alone. You're not alone. So nope, nope. And it's, I've it's set up. Uh, yeah. No, and it's great to have the the World Cup in this hemisphere, so where it's actually so close that you could actually go. You don't yeah. have to get massively jet lagged. 
oh, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately upset because we've got a good few friends who are going to, you know, one or two of the games. Some people yeah. are going to the quarterfinals. Some people are going to the South Africa Island game, which is like late September. And it wasn't going to happen for, for me this year. So that's why I must enter competitions and see if I can get there. <laughs> Otherwise, you never know. You never know. You never know. You know, there's, there's a there was always like a, a tagline for the lottery ads in South Africa. And it was like, Tatama chance, Tatama millions. But it basically translates to like, if you don't take a chance, you can't win. So got it. Okay. If you don't play, you don't win. So you got to play. And I did see six magpies yesterday. Oh, Katie, tell us about six magpies and what does it mean? Oh, I'm completely not big into the old ghosts and spirits and stuff, but magpies get me every single time. I think I've spoken about magpies before, have I? Well, I mean, you never, you definitely never want to see just one. That's bad luck. No. So one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I should buy a case of Asahi. I think you should buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. <laughs> buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got six for gold, I mean, come on, win those millions. Euro millions, come on. Euro millions. How fun yeah. would that be? There well, then you can buy that. There's a house across the street for me that's that's just been done up and is for sale. So, you know, just saying, just saying, then you'd be closer <laughs> into town. You wouldn't even need the million because it's close enough to my house that it's not a million. You know, <laughs> but it's lovely. They've, they've done it up really nicely. So, yeah. Could you, you be hosting know. Eurovision parties in the backyard, though? Well, it actually has a bigger garden than you would think, even though it is, again, right in the inner city. So just, you, know, you never know, putting it out there into the universe. So, Well, <laughs> talking about, we were saying what we did last summer, what we're going to do this year is I'm going to go to the Eurovision yes! again. Again! Woohoo! So I've booked my flights for Malmo, and now I am eagerly waiting for tickets, and I have accommodation. Woohoo! So is Lisa. Ooh, yes, yes, I've got my tickets. We need to figure out the accommodation bit, but we'll, we'll figure it out. But I've, I've joined the fan club to make sure that, again, as soon as those tickets go on sale. But I think, as we've said, we, we would be very happy just to go enjoy, you know, enjoy the atmosphere, see all, you know, last year's bands, previous year's bands and acts just out doing, you know, living their best lives. But yeah, it'd be great to get some proper tickets as well. So yeah. we've got those tickets. Well, we've got the plane tickets, you know, you know, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're halfway um, there. Okay, so what did we do on in, during the summer, guys? Christina, what did you get up to during summer? Um, so I went to visit my folks in um, Pennsylvania. Got to meet Lou Bryson in person, which was really, Ooh, really awesome. Yay. After having him on the podcast, he's such a lovely person, and I met him and his wife. She's amazing. They're just amazing. Um, we went to Robin Hood Brew Company, Brewing Company and um axman brewing company um and we had a really nice time had a bunch of different beers and um my family lives really close to a brewery now there's a new brewery in Bullsburg, bull city brewing um which was walkable from my parents house so uh my aunt and i found ourselves there a couple of times um <laughs> So that was nice. They had a really, really nice um, backyard space to sit outside. And of course, it was really hot. And so that was fun. Um, and then I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, September, mid-September, I'm off to Cary for a week. So I'm looking forward to sort of getting out of Dublin for a little bit. Hopefully the weather is still this nice because we're going to be at a beach and I want to be swimming. So... 
Lovely. Swimming in the Irish water. I, I don't. I still don't know if I can do it, guys. It's, Look, I was oh. I was doing it yesterday. I spent about three hours in the sea between Ooh, wow. playing, just messing around with the nieces and nephews and gossiping, <gasps> you know, with the sister-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> That's proper auntie work, that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Lisa, what were your highlights from from summer? <laughs> so I, I think our, our two big ones was uh, we, we went to Vienna for the first time. So that was exciting for us and um, had some gorgeous, gorgeous loggers and rattlers because, of, of course, you know, gorgeous loggers and rattlers. And I, I think um, it was very hot there. You know, it was sort of 35 degrees. Uh um, or certainly, you know, getting getting up in that direction. So, um, you know, you, you very much had to kind of go station to station, if you like, and try to be in in the air conditioning as much as possible. But again, perfect Rattler weather. And I love the, the Rattlers that are made with lemon versus the more grapefruity ones. And I feel like we often just see the canned grapefruit one here, and that's fine, but I really like the lemon. So I, I find that more Is refreshing. That the there, there was the Stiegel yeah. one, but I also had a lot of the local, um, mm. the, the local Austrian or other Austrian ones. So that was really, really nice. Uh, really enjoyed 1516 Brewing Company. And there is a Pennsylvania connection uh, because they also make under license Hop Devil, which comes originally from Victory Brewing in Pennsylvania. And when I found it there was just sort of gobsmacked to find one of my favorite beers that I used to drink all the time uh, in Pennsylvania in the middle of Vienna. So there you go. Right next to like Mozart's Mozart's Death House. One of my favorite beers. There you go. Um, but tastes like the real thing. They still make it with the whole leaf hops and it was absolutely gorgeous. But uh, it, it's a very different thing drinking, you know, a, a sort of 6% um, quite hoppy beer in that kind of heat versus kind of um, maybe when the weather's a little more chill. Not that it doesn't get quite extreme in Pennsylvania because it can, but Definitely, you would have you'd have one of those, and then kind of back to the Rattlers, just because it was it was very hot. But really, uh, we had a good time. So I think also we got to have some pretzels, and of course, I have a grand unified theory that all pubs and bars everywhere should have soft pretzels just as an option. <laughs> so again, I support I support there, this putting that out there in the universe. Um, don't take up a lot of space. You can put them in the microwave. Anyway, just saying, just saying, it could be done, folks. It could be done. So. We'll manifest some pretzels somewhere, but it They're was also very not good. difficult to make. They're not difficult to make. We've made that. Well, I say we. My husband has made them because I don't. I don't make things. Um, but but he does. So and he can make some really quite nice ones. But uh, we, we've even looked at like what it would take to import them from Germany, and it's not that bad to get like par baked ones and send them over. So again, this this says that we think there's a market here, folks. We're just not quite ready to kind of jump in and start importing pretzels because it feels like it might be a bit sad so <laughs> i think you might be 70 percent of the market lisa i mean you know i'm okay with that i could i could step <laughs> up to the plate i could do it but uh but yeah and then we'll we'll chat a little more about some other other local beery stuff in a bit but i want to mm. hear first what katie got up to mm. and i'm trying to remember what did i get up to i know what i did i went to montenegro yes stayed in Couture. It was very, very hot. And there were lots of cats. There's loads oh. of cats in Couture. Ooh. Yeah. My kind actually. of place. Yeah. And um, they have like this cat society there where you can donate to them so that they get um, dewormed and neutered. Uh, but there's cats everywhere. Oh, my God. The cats of Couture are a, are a big thing. They're everywhere. 
and the people who live there love them because they keep the mouse and rat population down oh, and sure. it's a okay. big thing for the tourists and it's lovely it's a lovely old city and then we so we flew into Dubrovnik stayed in Kator and then we went up to Tsavtat just outside Dubrovnik for four nights and it's like oh, it was lovely it was absolutely oh. lovely I will say that the craft beer scene wasn't massive what can you do you just have to enjoy what you have enjoy what you have so cocktails by the pool well actually oh. it was cocktails by the pier because it was a stony beach oh, all okay. the beaches are stony there but they had like a pier straight on out onto the water with steps into it so it was practically a fresh water uh, sorry a seawater pool it was lovely oh wow and getting your water taxi and getting the speedboat places I felt like I was in a you know a Bond movie or a (laughs) (laughs) I love it it sounds so properly continental you know yeah Mm. yeah Yeah, I love being on the trams and on the trains in Vienna same reason because you're like oh it's everything's so clean and you know oh yeah And we did it's the Game of, Game of Thrones mm. tour was very good. Mm. I really liked that. And then the cable car up to, oh, I can't remember the name of the mountain. It only has three letters, Mount Sira or Mount Sith or so, in Dubrovnik. And the history there is actually really, really interesting about um, when Yugoslavia attacked oh, Dubrovnik sure. and the story of that. And they were like, oh, there's a lot of it's very recent it's 90s yeah yeah. you know yeah really really good and there's a lovely lovely place um at the top of that mountain you get the cable car up and it's a great place to watch the sunset if you're ever going and it's less crowded I suppose around four or five o'clock that's my top tip all the influencers were up there (laughs) with Dubrovnik in the background it was absolutely gorgeous you see lots of selfie sticks and tiktok dancers and things yes Yes. Oh, actually, another thing I did, I went to Clifton for a few days and I finally got Connemara Lager on tap. Oh, good stuff. And it was it was very, very nice. It was it's a brilliant, brilliant lager. Clifton is lovely. Shout out to my cousins who live down in Clifton and my auntie and uncle. That's so cool. Well, listen, Katie, compared to you, I mean, I did absolutely nothing. So as most of you know, I started a new job just before summer hit. And so, you know, new job, you don't don't exactly have a lot of leave and do the thing. So started a new job. And then I I sort of had a bit of a down. I had a bit of a health issue through summer, some digestive type things. And so I was actually off the booze, off the beer for a good few weeks. And which really doesn't sound that bad, but it felt it felt far more dramatic at the time. <laughs> you know, I felt very sad about the whole thing. But anyway, it was fine. I'm all healed up. But yeah, between between that and the rain and my own child also injuring himself. So yeah. I had a child in the house the whole summer. <laughs> uh, it was it was not not according to plan, but it's fine. Things are looking up. Um, I can only say things are looking up because I've got I think I've got four or five concerts coming up. So I yes. think I've got like a couple of months up until almost December and um going to the UK at the end of the month and there's just gonna be it's gonna be good things. It just never happens during summer. Like I say, right. I just can't plan these things. So anyway, that's my summer re- resolution for next year is to actually plan a holiday. And do I things. think it's it's your southern hemisphere brain. It's just like it really is. It's like <laughs> I can't get used to it. <laughs> but I've been here in fact, in a couple of days' time, I will have been here for five years on the Woo! dot. So Aww. really, it's about time that I just adjust now, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah, trying hard. Not really. But I bought a banjo. Yay! I, I very randomly and completely on a whim bought a banjo and I am now learning through YouTube as one does um, how to play the banjo. So, And can I just you know, say, you didn't just randomly buy a banjo. You randomly drove all the way to Kinsale yes. <laughs> on the same back and forth on the same day yep, to buy a banjo. Day. It was actually so fun. <laughs> it was Look. a very long road trip. It's like yeah. over three hours there and over three hours back, but it was fun. And the weather was glorious. Had yeah. lunch at Kinsale, like lovely fish and chips at a beautiful pub that overlooked the whole of the bay and the town. And it is just so pretty down there. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I've been to Cork, but I'd never been to Kinsale and it is gorgeous. So yes, random yeah. road trip to pick up a banjo and, and a guitar. Wasn't worried about the guitar, but the banjo is really cool. So maybe maybe you'll see me playing some bluegrass banjo somewhere around town. Who knows? <laughs> I love that idea. I love that idea. Well, I'll it's say too, I, I know we said in our last episode before our summer break, we were like, oh, Underdog's going to be opening any day now. And folks, Underdog is back open. And I oh, have been great. stopping in, not infrequently, because again, it's not a long walk for me. So I can just, you know, traipse right down there and just, you know, well done to Patty and the team. Like it's 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 everything mm. it was before. But still waiting for the cast to come. I know it's coming, but you know, I'm I'm patient. I'm patient. It's good. And the things that have been on have been wonderful. I've, you know, I, I feel like I've I've run into so many people there or met people there who I haven't seen in a long time. So it's really become well, okay, we knew it was going to be, but if like you can't go in there without running into people, you know, it's just totally it's true. got the vibe. It's got the vibe immediately. So just so happy that it's back. So yeah. It really is like the cheers of Dublin, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> At least it's for just craft beer things. Dublin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of, of the craft beer scene. It's it's very, very cool. But um, yeah, it's it's and yeah, well done to Paddy, well done to the team, because it, it looks awesome. The vibe is fabulous. Um I spent an enormous amount of money there one of the days <laughs> that I was there because I had obviously drank a lot of very delicious beer and decided that I wanted something for the fridge or from the fridge, and I got a bottle of this um, Sierra Nevada, I think it's like a Belgian quad, and I thought, oh, that's a weird um, thing for Sierra Nevada to be brewing, or whatever the case is. Anyway, I paid an obscene amount of money for it. <laughs> I've still got it, because now I feel like there has to be a real occasion for me to open this thing up, but it will be open, and I'm sure it'll be delicious. <laughs> I tell you, Tandy, you can, um, when South Africa make it to the set, to the final against Ireland... Are we on the same side of the group? I actually haven't checked. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we'd be if we'd be playing Ireland, but you know what? I, I, I've, because I've you know Ireland are going to kick your kick your kick your spring your your ass. Yeah. Okay. Watch so, watch what woo! you're saying. It so you doesn't have... ever happen in the World Cup. <laughs> Before the World Cup, totally legit. After during the World Cup, never. <laughs> that that's it. If South Africa wins the World Cup this year, it'll be the only team ever to win it twice in a row. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. But anyway, yes, if they win or if they get to the finals, maybe I'll open it then. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, I get for, for those who don't know, many of us went over to Katie's house this summer and had a lovely afternoon drinking all those things that are, you know, kind of sitting around that you just don't quite get to. And I think we want to repeat that, you know, somewhere closer in. So again, I'm, I volunteered my house as well. So we'll do another one of these kind of big bottle shares so i'm just saying another opportunity tandy if you need to mm. bring that bottle somewhere because i've got a bunch of stuff as well i'm, I'm pointing at it right now because i've got some 
really nice, interesting Belgian things and things. I'm like, oh, they're great, but I, I need an occasion and people yeah. to share them with. So yeah. yeah. Well, I've been squirreling away the Trouble Brewing's pumpkin ale from last year. So hopefully we can do a vertical tasting oh, of the pumpkin. That, that is great. That, you know, that might finally get us to use TikTok properly. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, I saw on their social media that they were, were they harvesting their pumpkins? They were. Yeah. They were. Yes. They're getting ready to brew it. So, so excited about that. We really can't wait. I mean, I, we almost got our, our Halloween decorations out this past weekend, but that, we, 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 we'll wait another week. But it's, it's, you know, I want all my things to come out. So. <laughs> See, I, I decided, oh, I should say, over the summer to get a few new tattoos, and my tattoos are Halloween-themed, so true. now I've just permanently decorated, <laughs> always ready. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah, and those are gorgeous new tattoos. So, like, folks, it, it, you've got to see her little ghost. It's it's the cutest thing in the world. It's just adorable. Mm. So, big fans big of fan. that. It Definitely. is very cute. And uh, I if may have a problem. We all have problems. Opportunity. Not a problem. If anyone is uh, watching this on YouTube, you can see my background is a beer hall. This episode is slated to come out on the 15th of September, I believe. And that day I will be uh, departing Dublin Airport for Munich for Oktoberfest for the opening weekend. (laughs) And I am really looking forward to it. Oh, that's You've done beer fest before october fest before right i did it i'm gonna say like 15 years ago yeah okay so it's gonna be maybe just like the first time again it will because i'm sure it has all changed well it's the same but different if you know what i mean like the whole the prices are gonna have gone up (laughs) sure remind us which which one do you have the tickets in I have a ticket. Oh God, I can't even remember the name of the tent on Saturday. But we have tickets for the opening day, which I am delighted about. Oh, that's wonderful. Then on Sunday, we are in the Fisher Vrani tent until close, and we're going for my brother-in-law's fiftieth. So we we've got a dinner planned for the Saturday evening. So, uh, yeah, there's a group of about uh, I think there's nine of us going. So that is going to be so fun. And if you see me, if anyone else is going to Munich, you see me in the airport, in my dirndl. It's 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 the same day. I only have one. I wear it. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> a series. all Oktoberfest. I don't have a series. <laughs> if you see me, come and say hi. Woo! I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. I think it's Take gonna be so all fun. the pictures so we can all live vicariously through you. It'll depend. <laughs> yeah. At the start, the start of the night pictures. You know, I'll yes. send them ones on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> while you're sober enough but also while you remember <laughs> oh my god who can remember to take photos when you're having like a riot of a time <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> oh, well speaking so of exciting. festivals did anybody go to fun festivals this summer let's see i, I guess i could start so i went to the hags travaganza and the white hag gave me this lovely pint glass and a lovely half pint glass we ended up with the pint glasses um because the the cues got to such a point that they couldn't really keep them going and I think many ran out of beer and I don't think they mind saying this they said so on their their socials but I think early in the day really 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 good and tried some really fantastic things and of course as as ever ran into everyone because you can't go to any festival without running into absolutely everyone but that was really really nice and and again there there were some really really um good standouts I'm just glad that we went early and got food early and um 
we're on also kind of the earliest train coming back. Um, I know a lot of people stayed over and I think it sounded like it was good, good fun to stay over. But uh, I think there was such a big turnout this year that uh, hopefully they'll do a little more crowd control next year just to get that kind of uh, sorted out. But it sounded like there was a good, uh, you know, a, a real kind of intention to say a lot of good things happen, but let's also figure out how we can improve the queuing and make sure we don't run out of stuff. So glad that they took that on board and were very candid about it because, it, you know, up until up until they started running out of things, it was very good. So I think uh, hopefully they'll they'll work out whatever kinks were there. But I think I had some really, really nice beers. Again, they, they do such a good job, I think, of more or less working with some trains so that you can get there via public transit. That's certainly not a given. There were other festivals mm -hmm. I would have loved to have gone to that are just really hard to get to. Like the Midlands Craft Beer Festival looked great or yeah. East Meast West sounded like such fun, but there just wasn't a good way to get there without a car or without staying over somewhere so i i'm still a big fan of hagstravaganza just uh hope they manage the crowds a little better next year or and or have more beer or just kind of have different uh different places to queue but there were some really nice things that i tried um really really glad we went and it was so nice to see everyone and again like love the glassware so mm. for those listening at home it's it's actually a very nice sort of newish version of the it's still the White Hag logo on the front and then kind of your Giants Causeway inspired uh, sort of picture on the back. So all in all, good time had by all. Some really interesting beers. Um, again, happy to see a couple of my favorite American breweries turn up. Uh, wish we could get some of them on regular distribution here. We don't otherwise, but, you know, nice to go and uh, seek out a little Deschutes or Green Cheek or um, Maui Brewing. So glad they they all turned up. Very, very cool. So, friends, should we talk? Should we talk about what is coming up in season four? I mean, as much as we've as much as we've planned, which is of course not everything, but you know, we've got we've got themes and things that we try and stick to. So, what's coming up in season four? What can our listeners look forward to? Well, we've heard you about the beer history, so we're going to be back with a lot more of that. I've got well, I've got we've got quite a few interviews lined up with beer historians from all over the world. I'm really looking forward to sort of delivering that to you. And my beer history book on Brewing Women in the UK is out March 2024. So you will also be getting a little bit of an exclusive on what that's going to look like. So from the beer history perspective, we are coming at you this, this season. Yeah, I think, it's, yeah, definitely. We put the call out on the socials and that was, you know, we heard you. You all were like, more beer history, more beer history. So we we are trying to respond in kind. But so, but we're also going to do more of the other fun stuff too that we know you like. Like there were a lot of questions about like, ooh, tell us more about when homebrewing has gone wrong or gone well or, but I think people really want to hear when it, you know, when it was a disaster. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can come up with. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got stories about that. Yeah. <laughs> my home, my homebrews of late have all been complete shit. So I'm just going to have to talk about them <laughs> because that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, but we will. We'll have more homebrew stories. Um, we we want to do, and we've got some special collabs coming up that we're not going to reveal just yet, but have they do have a bit of a homebrew slant. So that will be quite fun and keep your ears and eyes peeled to the socials and, and keep listening because that could be a good one hopefully the side of the year. Um, and we will continue to do some technical deep dives and some style guides because I think it's just kind of fun to do those. And hopefully you guys love them too. And if there are any beer styles that you want us to really break down, um, send them in. Get us on on the socials or send us an email. Put, put your requests in because we've only planned the next couple of months. So we've still got 
many, many months of episodes to uh, take your advice on. Yeah, and we know spooky season is coming up. Don't worry, we, we've got you covered because you know we, you know, it's a, it's a thing we love. So fear not, that's all that's all good. But that said, if you're like, I really want to hear about X or Y's haunted brewery, hey, tell us, you know, we want to hear all about it. Yeah, exactly. Just reach out to us and say, I want you to tell me, explain this concept to me because I know nothing about it. It's like, you know, put it out there. I'll know nothing about it, but these ladies will know something about it. I <laughs> know. Uh, you don't give I'll yourself ask, enough credit. <laughs> I'll ask the stupid questions so you don't have to. Uh-huh. Love it. <laughs> no, well, that's it. I mean, we, we've got season four planning. I mean, most immediately we've got a couple of weeks and then it's going to be spooky season and we've got a good few episodes planned there. And as Christina said, we've got loads of interviews with people planned. So I think we're going to have a lovely season, friends. Yeah. And now here, Lisa, you were going to give us the lowdown on the Sesh Bear launch. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yeah. So I again, because um, actually now there's a, a lovely kind of little beer district, if you like, all up and down Capel Street. Not that there wasn't already kind of party central in other ways, but now you can go from the underdog to the black sheep and then sort of carry on down past Slattery's, you know, and keep going onto Dame Street. But um, yeah, I did go to their launch over on uh, at, at the Black Sheep. So that was very exciting. And again, easy for me because I can just walk there. Um, but uh, the one I really loved was the Pilsner, which is absolutely gorgeous. So if you haven't found it yet, seek it out, especially in this hot weather. It is just perfect for this, just crisp and gorgeous. But um, yeah, long story short, and again, Brian, we'd love to get you on. Richie, we'd love to get you on. Uh, but yes, uh, Brian is working with Richie at Hope to make these all come to life. Um, so I think that's another reason why when we're having these beers, we're like, oh, these are really good. This is not just like something someone's sort of done as a, you know, kind of side project or hobby. There's, there's you know, proper skill here. So thank you to Richie for making all that happen. But yeah, there's going to be more coming. And again, I don't want to steal Brian's thunder because we would love to get him on to talk more about it. But there will be more seasonal variation and there'll be uh, more of this coming along. But it was great to be, you know, to be out and about in an event and especially something like this where you are launching something new and just getting everyone to turn up for something like that was was really, really nice. So I think very, uh, very mm. much the kind of thing that hopefully we'll have some more of that to look forward to in the coming months, whether it's like a seasonal beer or uh, a side project or or that kind of thing. I think the other thing maybe to, to keep an eye out for is I know Kinnegar has all of their taproom only beers available in some other places around the country. So in Dublin, they drop them at Bonobo. Uh, so keep an eye out on their socials too. There's other folks who are doing more more seasonal stuff. I've not seen anyone launching a fest beer yet, but it can't be it can't be too long, hopefully. It can't, be, can't, so. can't be far away. And unlike an old electric picnic who didn't let Ballycool Cavern serve beers there. Right. Just a quick comment on it. Quick comment. Right. I think my quick comment on it is they made amazing T-shirts that were uh, the the Stradbilly green, uh, which happened to look very much like the Heineken green. And the the logo was not unlike. So I love that. Uh, I think those who've been around well, too, we've also got some of those Western herd T-shirts that look not unlike uh, some <laughs> some uh, some produced by a different brewery. Uh, we don't want to get anyone in trouble, but uh, I, I love that. I thought as a response, that was really the way to do it. it was just lean all the way into it, and uh, you know, just kind of let the you know let people see what you know what else is out there, yeah. and hopefully people will realize, oh, there's 
there's some really good alternatives. And I, and I think especially like, like Katie, when you and I went to see Pulp and we're like, there's only Heineken. <laughs> like, I know. When you're outside. Problem, yeah, yeah. In Ireland, at, at so many of the large events is you can only get macro. There is no craft tap, even a token fake craft. You know, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing. And and like time and place for anything, but it seems to me weird. And I think even Jarvis called it out from the stage. He's like, we're in Dublin and you can't get Guinness. And you're like, right? Right. Like, <laughs> I'd have stood in a field drinking a Guinness. I was not going to do that with an island's edge. Like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you. I can't believe that well, island's edge is still around. <laughs> Last year when we were down, Tandy and myself at Electric Picnic doing the beer tasting, we had Billy Kilcavan beers down there yeah. and they went down yeah. an absolute treat. They were really, really popular and yeah. everyone loved them. And Tandy and I got to tell people, hey, this brewery is just like up the road. Isn't that yeah, awesome? Yeah, go get it. Yeah. They're so, so close. Yeah. It would make sense to have your local beer when you're celebrating all these local foods and local chefs and local whatever I just definitely it's the same thing when people not my original argument I've seen this on Twitter many times about how you go to like really chefy places really fancy restaurants and they have all this oh you know we've, we've sourced the beef from here and we've sourced the, the you know the mushrooms and the berries and this and then you have a macro beer and yeah. it, it just sort of like why did you stop there you have an extensive like wine list why why are we neglecting the beer. So I fully support, you know, the campaigns to get more craft beer into more people's hands and especially in big events. And yeah. especially, especially yeah. when it's local, you know, yeah. you know, I can almost understand big events, whether it's a uh, sports games or whatnot, not being able sure. to facilitate a local beer, but, or maybe not even, but when you've got a festival that is tight in local and the local craft brewery is like whatever, five miles away or five kilometers away, come on. There's no excuse for that. No, Seriously. and it's like it's not asking not cool. for exclusivity. It would get no. like probably one percent, probably yeah. less of the trade. But at least there would be an option. That's all exactly. people want is is the option, you know. Mm. Absolutely, and and again, I think shout out to many of our you know the the supermarkets here that do a good job of actually promoting local, whether it's produce or beer or anything like. They really do do a good job. And that's something that you know, there's a deep dive to be done by someone there, how it's very different here compared to in the UK where they almost get flack for it. But here we're like, no, it's great if the Super Value or the local Tesco promotes local. Like that's wonderful. It's getting into more people's fridges and, mm. you know, all to the good. So here, here. Indeed. Yeah. 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 More, more local stuff. Yeah. And I'm just stuff. after remembering other stuff that we did during the summer. Tandy, you and me did our did park runs. Oh yeah, I yes. forgotten. Remember at the end, the end of last yeah. season, I was like, I'm starting <laughs> my couch to five k. And it's happened. You've done it's so all well, Katie. Oh, I mean, well, I'm I think... still walking it. I'm walking it. But that's and okay. I'm getting, that's okay. I'm getting better every week, but I am. I'm, I'm I'm pacing it but I'm walking and I'm doing like a little bit of a run and then I walk and a little bit of a run I'm gonna get there but it's kind of fun I think Lisa has finally influenced <laughs> us to do a little bit more of the of the park run and all the things and I know that Christina's also like walking but not necessarily park running yet as in not signed up but yeah we're, we're doing the things guys I have really? signed up I have yes. signed up. Um, I did the couch to 5K. I completed it like probably like five or six weeks ago, but I've just that's been awesome. like baffing nice. around because I run very slow. But that's okay. okay. Doesn't Same. matter. 
doesn't matter. Um, so I'm so running slowly, just... it's still going faster than I am. I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to try for this weekend, but my folks are in town, so I'm not sure if yeah. I'm going to do it this weekend. If it's not this weekend, then it'll be after I'm back from my holiday. But, you know, I am trained. I'm, I can run a 5K. I'm ready to go. Um, That's awesome. It's just, just slow. <laughs> and I have not run a 5k yet. But you don't have so to do run. It's just me. walking, walking and jogging. It, it's all good. It's all welcome. That's the thing. It's all just getting mm. out there. And maybe this means we need to make some merch that's in a technical fabric or something. We'll we'll, we'll think on that. We can we'll figure that. that out. And, t- and tell us, for those of you who are listening and who also do like a, a bit of a run or even a cycle, if you'd like to see a beer ladies, you know, shirt that can, that can get sweaty and stuff. I don't know what they're called. Clearly, I'm a noob. But yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've no idea. It's okay. And, we... You know, you, there's the isn't there the Galway Bay Running Club? Crew have a running club now. Yeah, yeah Wicklow yeah, Wolf I, have one as well, don't they? Wicklow Wolf, yeah. yeah. And actually, Galway Bay has one in Dublin now as well. It had only been out in Galway proper, but now they are back uh, in Dublin. I've I've done one run with them, and hopefully, more people will come out the next time because it was you know still fun only being three of us but more, more people should come so <laughs> oh yeah i can't how, i don't how think how far can... is the run lisa it's it's five-ish k and and it's all you know all, all levels are welcome i i don't think i can go to the next one because i'm going to new york the next day but i am doing the griffith mile the day after i get back from new york because i'm like it's a mile it's fine and it's right next to the cat and cage so i can get a beer after so <laughs> it's all about the incentives yeah absolutely no, i'm really incentivized to to start doing the uh the the local park run because uh lisa told me that they encourage costumes for the halloween one and any excuse i have to dress up for spooky season is a good reason for me definitely so i am motivated solely by the idea that i get to <laughs> run five kilometers in a costume so you know, I, uh, we, did, we did say we might make a beer ladies park run collective for that one, for the Halloween. So in Fairview, we could. do a bit of a dress up. So yep, if we if we get it going, you might see us all in some sort of costume. I'll be sweating through mine. That's, that's fine. Truth. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's allowed. Yeah. Same. Good. And I I won't be able to talk for like twenty minutes afterwards because I'll be. Oh, like, that's <laughs> fine. That's my fine. lungs. My lungs. <laughs> <laughs> get through the finish line and I collapse yeah. on the grass and everyone's like oh, are you okay and I'm like I'm fine just leave me alone <laughs> this is part just of the me... costume experience yes I am dead yes <laughs> that's actually really good maybe I'll dress up as a tomato because by the end of it that's what I will look like yeah I'm or always so red by the end yeah you could be a zombie and then you could take breaks to like keel over get back up crawl a little bit zombie yeah. a little bit more yeah. it's just that's part actually... of the experience I, I actually did do that once. I did, we did like a zombie run and you had runners and you had people who had to dress up like zombies um, to scare the runners and to like motivate them and do yeah, all the things. Yeah. So a bunch of us got dressed up as zombies in like stupid o'clock in the morning, went out far away and scared all the runners. And our group dressed up as zombie clowns. And let me tell you, people were horrified and they were like, <laughs> that was not cool. <laughs> but we had to still kind of do the run. It was just at a much different pace. And sure. you know, we had to scare the runners. It was so fun. <laughs> that is amazing. And someone needs to do that in Dublin because I want to be a zombie and scare people. Yes. That's awesome. I uh back in the day 
when I was in university, used to work at a haunted house uh, as Bloody Mary, scaring people. And that was so fun. <laughs> so, um, yes, bring back the zombies, live zombie chase. I would totally do that. There used to be something like that in Dublin years ago. Um, but I haven't seen anything about that recently. Oh, there we go. We got, we got to manifest it. If we think about yep. it, maybe it'll just happen. So. As as we often do on this podcast, if we talk about it somehow, it magically appears a week or two later. So, you know, let's hope. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Yeah, maybe it'll be part of the Bram Stoker Festival. We don't know. We don't know. I've not seen a lineup yet. So just saying. We shall see. Well, friends, lots to look forward to. Um, just, you know, within our own lives as well as within season four, we've got lots to do. But I think let's, let's call it and uh, leave some space for next week. Otherwise, we're going to chat forever, aren't we? That's, that's the <laughs> <Yeah>. way we go. <laughs> we, do we do love chatting on this, on this platform. Okay, so everybody listening at home, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on the socials and see you next week. Thank you, friends. Bye. Bye-bye. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.